Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. What things are you believing about money? As a Christian woman in business, what is defining your push, your drive to earn money? Maybe you have all of the outward success, but what you're missing is inward calm and peace because you've been going after money for a while and it's been successful by the world's standards. In today's episode, we're talking about what stops women from business, but what also they think about money in this Money Matters series. So let's get started. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you wanna ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. You know, recently I polled some women in a Christian mastermind that I'm in, and I asked them what were the thoughts that came to mind about money? What were the things that they felt were stopping them and moving forward in their business or going to the next level in their business? And today's episode, I'm going to unpack some of those, but I'm going to be really transparent with you. I don't have the answers while I have been wanting to do a series on money for some time, and I did one back in 2021, and the links to that are down in the show notes, I don't have the answers because, friends, I struggle here too. So what you may find in today's episodes is more questions than answers. Like maybe you're looking for that breakthrough that's going to stop you from the fear of success or the fear of failure or the constant wondering of, Am I supposed to earn money and does that glorify God? I've got biblical truth for you today, but I've also got some hard questions for you to dig into to get to the bottom of what you think and what stops you in this journey. Let me start with this very familiar scripture in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, submit to him, really. And he will make your path straight. 
Let me give you another one further down in chapter three of Proverbs in verses nine and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Why do we as women get so focused on our own understanding or what we've been taught or our money story as we talked about in our last episode why do we get so focused on what the gurus say we should be doing and going for a 5k or a 10k month why are we allowing that to define what successes or even define our identity listen there is no problem with earning that level of money if that's what god has purposed you to do if that's where he's led you but let's stop feeling some of these things that I heard women say when I polled, what do you think about money and what stops you? Let, let's, let's lay all of this at the foot of the cross and surrender, which we talked about recently as well, so that we can truly walk out God's assignment and yes, earn the money that he has purposed us to make. Disclaimer here, this is not a prosperity gospel. We don't do that here on redefining hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman. No, 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 we don't do that. But we also do not call money evil because money isn't the issue. It's the pedestal on which we put it. It's the way that we pursue it. Here's what I heard some women say. I am really struggling between making money and being responsible with it versus the love of money. I don't want to be one of those people. Who are those people? They're the people that we see abuse money. They're the people that we see flaunting the money. And we don't want to be those people. I'm going to come back to the truth around that in just a second. Um, how do I give myself permission to earn money and to spend money? Like, does that really glorify God? I'm a little bit afraid that... Um, working and earning money or taking these gifts and talents that God has given me and, and monetizing them. Like, I'm afraid that, that I'm not walking in God's will if I'm making money off of that. Some, some women have a story um, around success being sort of cursed, right? Because it's been modeled for them that being successful is not actually glorifying God. Or maybe they've been told their whole lives that women shouldn't earn money doing that. You know, you have this gift of, of exhortation or this gift of shepherding, pastoring, and you shouldn't monetize that. That wouldn't glorify God, right? Um, if I make money, then how, how am I compromising my values or how does that compromise my priorities around my family? Uh, what about... Um, the need for security, right? If I'm, if I'm chasing the money, it's because I need security. But then sometimes that security leads to hustle. I am wondering if any of you are raising your hands saying, yes, I've heard that, or yes, I think that, or yes, that's what stops me. Friends, God has given each of us, we've given our life to Jesus and we have the Holy Spirit indwelling us. The Holy Spirit has given us very specific gifts. And he fashioned us with specific skills and talents, right? And if you're listening to this podcast, then you are likely an ambitious woman, right? You've had success and you have all the outward measure of that. 
but you're struggling to increase, you're struggling to grow your business to the next level, even if you've heard God tell you that it is time to grow. And you're struggling there because there's an incongruence. And I challenge you that that incongruence is partly because perhaps you're leaning on your own understanding or these money stories that you've been raised and taught Perhaps you're leaning too much into the experts and the gurus and what they tell you you should or shouldn't be doing in your business. So let's take a look at some key scripture and that will begin to help you unravel that, that spiral staircase, right? To straighten it out. And the next episode, we'll be talking about mindset around this. So I've been re I had read this book recently, um, God and Money. The, the link to it is down in the show notes. It's God and Money, How We Discover True Riches at Harvard Business School. I'm going to skim through this really quickly because this really gives a great summary of what Jesus actually taught and, and really how money and giving are taught throughout the Bible. You've probably heard this. There are over 2,000 verses on money in the Bible. So clearly God wants us to understand how to operate with money, how to operate with the resources that he's given us, how to be a good steward of that. And in, in summary, this is a super quick summary. What Jesus teaches is that we need to be wary of delighting in and trusting in earthly treasures versus trusting in God. We have to be careful to understand that money has great capacity to do good but also much harm. And that's probably why so much of the Bible is dedicated to it. When we look at a parable such as um, the rich young ruler in Luke 18, 18 through 30, really what we believe that Jesus is teaching the rich man is that he's made his wealth an idol. In Luke 16, 13, Jesus states, no one can serve two masters. You cannot serve God and money. The point is you cannot make money an idol and be serving God. Like it's incongruent. And sometimes I believe that we get so caught up in this thinking around money and that we shouldn't go for it. And, and we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be pursuing an opportunity to make money, or we shouldn't be wanting to level up our business because we're idolizing money. Like money has taken over. And we don't want to be that. But Jesus and throughout scripture, we know that it's not money that is the issue. It is the love of it. It is the pursuit of it. It is the hustle for it, which is why we talk about redefining hustle to emulate Jesus. Now, I can hear you saying, well, Jesus didn't earn money. Well, Jesus was a carpenter. So he did use that skill that God had given him probably to earn some money. Um I can hear you saying, well, Jesus didn't go after riches. Well, the idea of going after riches is a worldly idea. If we believe that where God guides, he provides. And where he gives permission, he gives provision. Then when we are aligned and walking in the center of his will, we know that God will provide us exactly what we need. And therefore, what are we trusting in? We're trusting in him and his word and his promises that he will prosper us in the way that he defines, in his timing, and in the way that best suits us. It may not look the way we want. You know, it may not be that we're going to have all of this sudden happiness and this windfall of dollars. That's not what God promises us. 
But what he promises us is that we are stewarding his resources that, as it says in Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, that when we give him of our first fruits, that our barns will be filled to overflowing and the vats will brim with new wine. That when we are effectively stewarding what he's given us, that we will see steady security and provision in the Lord, right? So nowhere in scripture does it say that we should trust money and nowhere does it say that money is bad. In fact, most of this teaching is about the spiritual danger of accumulating and trusting in wealth. But let's see what else this says in this book. One of the things I really love about this book is that they give seven core principles for biblical wealth and giving. And I'm just going to touch on the first four very quickly. Everything we own belongs to God. Everything. Our wealth and possessions should be used for God's purposes. Wealth is like dynamite with great potential both for both good and harm. And worldly wealth is fleeting, but heavenly treasure is eternal. It is all his, and we are simply playing the role of being the good steward. So why do we have such issues with money? I'm going to give you a few things that, that I believe really define our issues with money. Number one, this is a question that you can ask yourself. Are you trusting more in your story than you are in God's truth of how he defines and directs you? If, if you've been stopping and starting in your business, if you earn money and then you need to get rid of it very quickly because you just don't trust yourself, if you're pointing to those people, then you are not trusting in how God defines and directs you because what you're trusting in is saying, well, but if I earn these riches, you see me if you're watching live doing a lot of air quotes, then I'll become one of those greedy people. Will you? Will you? Because that's saying that money has more control over you than God does. Okay. And trusting in God means, Lord, what do you have for me? Where do you want me to go? What have you positioned and prepared me to do? If you have a mission in the marketplace and you're clear that God has given you that, then, then your only job is to be obedient and go and let God take care of the rest. Number two, are you listening more to the gurus than you are to God? I am so grateful that you tune into this podcast and that, that it blesses you on your journey as a successful businesswoman. But don't listen to me more than you listen to God. Are you listening to all the experts who are flaunting that they can get you to 5K in less than 30 days or that the 10K month is the way to go? Friends, I know that many of you need that level of income to help with your family and to provide. But are you listening more to those gurus than you are to God? Because maybe the incongruence there is that God is saying, no, 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 you're not ready for that yet. I'm still preparing you. Or no, 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 that's not where I want you focused. But you're so busy listening to the gurus and the experts that now you're spiraling because you think, well, I'm not worthy enough to go get that money. Or there must be something wrong with me because I'm not earning that money. Could it be that you're listening too much to them than you are to the Lord? Number three. Have you taken this to him and laid it at the foot of the cross and asked him to show you? Because just because you have a story that says women shouldn't earn money when they're when they're this is their ministry and not their business, or who are you to think that you could go out and take these skills and talents and make a business and monetize that? That's not honoring God. 
Is that what God told you or is that what someone else told you? You know, sometimes as we walk out this journey of being ambitious women in business, our human side of ambition gets the best of us. Remember that God made you uniquely you. And if you've got the ambition, he made that for you on purpose, but he didn't make you to do it the world's way. I want to remind you of a couple of last things. In Deuteronomy 8, 18, Moses is reminding the Israelites of all that God has done for them, how their shoes haven't worn out, how they've always had food and water, how they've had everything that they needed. And he summarizes this whole passage with this. Remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. We can apply this to our own journey by remembering that we are not the ones that create the wealth. God gave us the ability to go steward his resources. And if you back up and read the rest of chapter eight from, from uh, verse one through 18, as, as God is reminding, um, or as Moses is reminding them of everything they had, there's this great verse that I love. Um, where, where he asks them, or he says to them, you have circled this mountain long enough, turn north. Friend, I believe that you have spiraled in this money story and these, these thoughts about money long enough. And I want you to ask yourself, are you putting off what God has given you to do, what he's directed to you, what he's defined you to do, because you're afraid that you won't glorify him if you step out and make a dollar or $10 or $5,000 or $10,000? Have you circled that mountain long enough? And it is time to turn to God and ask him how he defines what he has for you and where that money uh, will show up for you. Not in a magical rub the lamp genie call. No, no, no. That's not what we do here. But have you laid it at the foot of the cross and said, Lord, I am spiraling around these fears about money and who I might become. And am I glorifying you? Lord, what would you say about this? and get quiet and ask him. Let me remind you of these three questions one more time. Number one, are you trusting more in your story than God's truth of how he defines and directs you? Number two, are you trusting more in the gurus than you are in God? And number three, have you taken this to him and asked him to break these chains around what you think about money and how those fears stop you. I don't know that that gave you answers today, but I pray that it opens the door for you to question where these stories come from about money and what God wants you to be doing. I pray that that is where this takes you today. Remember, God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to do this the world's way. And as always, I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth so that you can turn up focus to walk out the assignment that he's given you. I'll see you on the next episode. Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? 
the right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. Pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.